Hello, and welcome to the Empowered Indie Artist Podcast. I'm Becky. I'm a music producer, audio engineer, and coach for people just like you who are trying to navigate this crazy music business. In today's episode, I wanted to talk to you if you, let's say you just finished audio school and you're like looking for a job and can't find a good job, or let's say you've been interning and can't get a good job, uh, or maybe you've been recording and producing on your own and feel like, okay, I've got some skills, but how do I get clients? Well, I've got eight tips for you that are for building your recording studio slash music production studio. When you're first getting started, there's just some really basic steps. I know the thought of it can be pretty overwhelming when you're looking at it as like, okay, I'm going to go into business. But if we just do it one little thing at a time, I promise this is going to be really easy. So step number one, create a business entity. The easiest way to establish a business in the U.S. is to start a sole proprietorship. Check your local city and state requirements, but it should be very simple just using your social security number and your home address. Um, there are other entity options if you think you may have a more complicated situation. So just be sure to check with your tax accountant. I am obviously not a tax accountant, so don't say, oh, Becky said to do this. Okay, go talk to your accountant if you're not sure. Um, but in most cases, keep it really simple and set it up as a sole proprietorship. You can establish a doing business as or DBA for short. And that's where you can just say, okay, I'm going to call it, I started out as Vox Fox Studios. And you just say it's you know, my name, I'm the sole proprietorship doing business as Vox Fox Studios, and you register it with the city, the county, wherever it needs to be taken care of, and now it's official. Now you can even take that information, go open your bank account. Number two, establish your brand around your strengths and talents. So there are a lot of recording studios and a lot of producers. So what sets you apart? I think where we, a lot of us get hung up is that we think we have to be really great at everything when we're going to launch a business as a studio or as a producer. So think about what areas you're feeling really confident in. Focus on those areas and build your brand around that. So since I was a voice teacher when I started to learn how to record and produce, I had already been working with my students on their songwriting and I was helping them create demos to present to their producer. Um, we did mock recording sessions all the time to prepare them for their real recording sessions in the studio. And after doing that for a while, I began recording the vocals for their final projects. And then eventually I learned how to edit their vocals. And then I learned how to mix them and do all the effects and make them sound pretty polished. And in essence was doing vocal production. So, I mean, it was a, t a process. It took me 
quite a number of years before I was really producing um, really good sounding vocals, but that was my strength. So even when I was learning how to do everything else, (laughs) I always got complimented on the vocal mixes. The vocal production was always so good, but I, you know, I was still figuring out how to do everything else. So what could be your niche? Are you a guitar player? So you really know how to dial in tones or how to play killer solos or create parts. Are you an expert at miking up a drum kit, which I wouldn't even know how to do. So I tell people, I'm sorry, I can't record your drums because I don't know how to mic a kit. We can go to another studio and hire an engineer there who can do all of that, but I don't do it. So Create your niche around what you do best while you continue to build your knowledge in the areas you are less confident. And as soon as you feel confident in other areas, shift your messaging and your brand to include it. Tip number three, create your client avatar around the niche you've established. So now that you know what your niche will be in the recording and or music production business, figure out your client avatar. And that is, you know, like, what is your target market? What is their age, their gender? What are their insecurities? What are their problems that you are claiming that you solve? Will they be remote or local or a combination of both? All of your messaging and marketing from your website copy and your Instagram posts and your photos, it should all appeal to this client avatar. Tip number four, take yourself seriously. Now, you'll be tempted to charge the lowest rate possible, work the craziest, latest, longest hours, bend over backwards to please clients that are never happy just to bring in work. Well, knowing your value in whatever niche you decide to focus on and presenting yourself with that confidence, it's going to attract people who are willing to pay you what you are worth, and that will respect your time and your talent. Keep your rate competitive, but shine in the areas that you shine, such as, you know, your attention to detail or your turnaround time, your professionalism, or just being like a nice person. I can't even tell you how many times I've had people tell me they love working with me because I'm just easygoing and laid back. (laughs) So like, let your personality shine and lead with your strengths, but don't undervalue your contribution to other people's, to their music and to their recording. Make sure that you're um, holding fast to the boundaries that you deserve to have. Number five, make your studio a comfortable professional space with a vibe that makes you happy. (laughs) So do your best to present your space as professional and comfortable, especially if you have clients coming to your home studio. Make sure that it's clean and presentable and as disconnected from the family space as possible. I mean, I understand it's not always possible to make a home studio feel like it's not, quote, in your home, unquote. I've I've had a variety of home studios and some situations were more ideal than others. Two studios ago, clients had to walk through the living room, the kitchen, the family room to get down 
the stairs to the studio. <laughs> I hated it, but it was really the only option at the time. I always kept the house as clean as I could, but I was raising teenagers at that time. <laughs> Remember, this will be your workspace also, which is why you want to create a space and a vibe where you are happy. If it means I need to add a couple plants or some lava lamps, LED lights or whatever, do it. You know, just add little things at a time and make it your happy place so that when you go to your, quote, work, unquote, every single day, you're feeling like, oh, I love it here. This is my happy place. Number six, set up your website with testimonials and portfolio. So marketing 101 advice these days is you got to have your own website. Everyone thinks, you know, well, I've got my Instagram and yeah, you need those too. But platforms such as Facebook and Instagram, they're just, it's just rental space. You do not have ownership of that space. You do not have direct connection with your clients or potential clients. At any time, you know, Facebook and Instagram, as they have shown us, they can change everything they can change the algorithms so that suddenly you don't have the reach that you used to or you don't have a way to to you know reach the massive audience that you do have you might post something and only 10% of your audience will even see it and platforms go under <laughs> so every business should have a home base where people can come and get this clear picture that you are legit Grab a domain with your business name that you've registered using godaddy.com. The annual fee is really minimal. It's pretty cheap. And as soon as you even have just a few songs that demonstrate your abilities and you have a few happy clients that are willing to write up a little testimonial, create that website. And you can just use a simple website building platform such as Wix or Squarespace. And remember to keep the website simple. It can even be just a one-page thing. Make a simple statement about who you are and what you can do for your client. Not just like, hey, this is my gear. Um, I'm the coolest because I graduated with this degree. Remember to focus on who's looking at your website and not you. <laughs> what are you going to do for them? Make sure that's loud and clear. And have a professional picture and maybe some cool pictures of your studio if you have a nice space or nice gear. And a few testimonials along with a playlist widget featuring your work. And now, you know, you're ready for business. Tip number seven, start your email list. Now, this is how you connect with your audience and your potential clients. Use a free email marketing program such as MailChimp to add a subscribe widget to your website. And begin building this list, you know, just put it on your site, ask people once in a while to join, send updates only once a month. You don't have to send crazy amounts of emails, but just keep your audience informed, let them know what you're doing, ask them, what is it that you want to hear me talk about? Just be yourself. But it also tells people that visit your site, when they see that, they're like, oh, this is person. This is a person who's taking their business seriously and they must have stuff going on because they're, they've got a newsletter. They're sending emails. So be, just be sure to provide value to the people that sign up and just really nurture that relationship. Tip number eight, 
conduct yourself like a professional in all aspects of your life. So, you know, keep the angry rants at your mother or ex off of social media. If your branding is political or aligned with some type of political organization, keep it professional and kind. You definitely don't have to be inflammatory to align with some kind of um, political party or even just a theology. (laughs) Um, But keep it kind and keep it professional. Go to networking events and shake people's hands. If you cold call or cold message potential clients, do not spam them with copy-paste messages. Make sure that you're calling them by name and mentioning something about their content, their music, their business, um, so that they know it's a real message. And if a client decides not to work with you or isn't happy with your work, just be humble and understanding and You know, if given the opportunity, you can ask them what they were not happy with or, you know, was the pricing not right? Is there something I can do to get your business because I'd really love to work with you? Just have that kind of conversation and listen rather than get defensive and do not gossip or talk bad about others in your field. And you guys just, you know, be honest and be a good person. All right, that's it. See, it's really not that hard. I hope this was helpful and that you can rock your own recording studio or music production business. See you next time.